what did you think of the first episode? Um, By the way, people were talking about Prehistoric Planet on Apple Plus. Yes, check it out. It's actually pretty good. Um, I wasn't sure what to think of it, and then I saw that uh, what is his name from all the MC movies, John Ferrero, John Ferrero, what's his name? The producer oh, the that host? works. No, the uh, the producer that works on all the Star on Star Wars on all the um, John Ferrero. John John Ferrero. He's the producer of this. Oh, is he? Yes, he is. And when I you know, found that, out that he, that, that's the um, Iron Man's uh, chauffeur, head of security. What's his name? Happy. Happy. Yeah. Happy. That's yeah. who that is. So when I found out that he was the producer of this show, uh, I was like, uh, I gotta watch this. Um, so it's good. I like it. Actually, the first episode was pretty cool. I wasn't really sure what to think of it at first. My son started watching it, and I was just kind of like looking at it like vaguely. You know, and then I was like, wow, this this looks good. Like the special effects are amazing. I almost thought I was looking at real dinosaurs for a second because it just looks so good. And then it just I just stopped what I was doing. And I, I literally caught myself sitting there for like two or three episodes just watching it. <laughs> that is how I felt the first time I saw the original Jurassic Park. Really? I was like, oh, my God, they look so real. Exactly. And then by the fourth or fifth time I watched it because I I. I, I I got it on VHS. Uh huh. I started looking. I was like, wait, wait, that's not accurate. Wait, 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 that's not accurate. Wait, that's not accurate. You know, <laughs> so I still love the movies. Uh, I just I saw the latest one, Jurassic. Whatever was the last one that came out? Jurassic. Uh, gee, what, what? Jurassic help World, us, whatever. How about Jurassic Park? Oh, no, Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah, I saw that one. There's a couple dinosaurs I got really excited about, mm -hmm. about to how accurate it was. And then um, a couple of them that I thought were total bullshit. Like, one thing I hate about Jurassic Park, okay, is uh -oh. they're like, don't uh -oh. move. He can't see you. That's bullshit. T-Rex had the largest eyes and eye socket in the whole history of the planet. That thing could see a fly... On a tick, a thing could see a fucking tick on a donkey's ass from like two miles away. <laughs> so do you? But do you think that T that the T Rex couldn't see because of where his eyeballs were placed, like his peripheral no. vision? No, were like on the uh, side of his the, head, and he was like right in front the, of him. Okay, we have what's called binocular vision. In other words, we use two eyes to to see slightly different. That gives us depth of field, right? So we can see how how close or how far something is. Yeah, a T-Rex and we only have so much for peripheral vision. A T-Rex had better peripheral vision, better binocular binocular vision and could see farther. So it had the best eyes of any animal that has walked on this planet throughout the history of this planet. Okay. the reason why they say that is because they say that they cloned the T-Rex from a frog's DNA and frogs see better, see movement better than still life. But frogs can still see, even if you don't move. Huh. So, That's the reason why. But you have to read the novel to understand that. I think they were just trying to trying to add something from movie perspective. You know what I mean? I mean, granted, that was kind of a big detail that should not have just been made up. But uh... no, it's from the novel. Oh, really? Yeah, it's from the novel. Oh, well. So much for that. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite dinosaur in all of Jurassic World, uh, Dominion, Domination, whatever it is, the last one, yeah, was the fully feathered raptor that jumped in the water. See, I haven't, fully I haven't feathered. seen it. I haven't you seen, haven't it, seen yet. it yet. I haven't seen it yet. But the uh, the uh, TV show that we were just talking about, um, like the Dinosaur Planet, whatever, on Apple Plus, uh, I think they show that kind of raptor. The raptor had like feathers and stuff like that. So when they showed, like when I was watching the show and it said, oh, and this is a velociraptor, you know, he's adjusting to his environment. I was like, wait, that's a velociraptor? Why does he have feathers? Like I'm used no, to the. Uh... That was a Utah raptor. No, they actually, no, they actually did show a velociraptor. You know, velociraptor is only about the size of a turkey, right? So why, why, why are they, I'm guessing they're doing it from movie perspective, but why are they so huge in the movies? Because what they're, one, it, it's, I mean, what are you more scared of? 
fucking two killer turkeys chasing after you or two huge raptors like you saw? I don't know. I mean, turkeys could be kind of dangerous. Uh, what no, they're joking. actually being chased by is called Utah Raptor. And Utah Raptor was that actual size. But Utah Raptor was fully feathered. Wow. Interesting. So it's so it's more accurate from the that dinosaur show on Apple TV Plus than yes. Jurassic Park. It is accurate as up to six months of the original airing. Six wow. months. The information six months previous to. Check that out, guys. Uh, what is that show called again that we were talking about? I know we're just kind of rambling on about dinosaurs. Prehistoric Planet. Prehistoric we always ramble planet. the first part until people get here. Yeah, of course. But you know what? That's that that makes the show special. Prehistoric Planet, Apple TV Plus. Make sure you guys check it out. Side note, I'm going to ramble again because I just feel like rambling. Um, flies. Why are flies so ridiculously um, just like immortal? I was trying to kill a fly earlier, and this this thing was freaking huge. One of the big fat joints. And a horse fly. I finally got it. I'm like, yes. I was like trying to kill it for like an hour. Finally got it. I was like, yes, it's done. It's down. I'm going to get you in a second. You got to do something first. I'm going to go get my broom. So I came back with my broom. I'm like, yeah, you're still laying there, aren't you? And then like it started moving a little bit, and it flew away. That thing laid there for like 20 minutes. I was like, what in the world? Do you know why flies can can escape quickly? How is that? Why? Because they have hairs that feel air pressure. So when you move your hands, you're creating air pressure. And so it feels the air pressure and it can move. That's the reason why. So when I knocked it down, it was basically just laying there taking a breather. Essentially as well. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I thought I hit that thing pretty hard. I, I literally thought he was dead. To sure. kill a fly, you have to make sure its guts are everywhere. Guts guts are everywhere. <laughs> Jeez Louise. But yeah, I, I, I thought that was just freaking hilarious. I, I freaking knocked him out. And he just got back up, started flying around like it was nothing. Um, Yeah, and ladies and gentlemen, that is J House Radio episode 65. That is the end of the episode. We will catch you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs> We today we talked about dinosaurs and flies. Dinosaurs and flies. That's what we're talking about. Uh, so yeah, I am your host KJ. Uh, my co-host here, Los. We're here. We're back. Today's episode. Uh, for anybody who's watching us live, I am wearing a Star Trek T-shirt. You are not seeing things. This is an actual Star Trek T-shirt that I am wearing. This was Los's idea. He wanted to do a full episode about Star Trek. We're making his wish come true. Just what we're doing. So before we jump into Star Trek, though, oh, side note, we're going to be talking about Star Trek Strange New Worlds, FYI. Specifically. Um, Before we jump into that, Los, how you doing? Doing good, and you? I'm good, man. It's hot on the East Coast. It feels like it's a thousand degrees. Um, It's like 89 degrees or something. Yeah. Probably 82 degrees. It's like 82 degrees, but it feels like it's still like 95. Because it is so muggy. It is sticky. Yeah, it's it's pretty nice. You got things sticking to your legs. You know, it's just not a good thing. (laughs) Exactly. Los, let's just jump into it, man. What are your PWLs? If you have any, what are you playing, watching, listening to lately? Okay, playing. I decided to dust off my 360. Wow. Okay. I'm playing Diablo 3. You wow, you like Diablo? I would have never thought. Um, I liked um, World of Warcraft and Diablo 3 kind of reminds me of World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. so I've been playing it and you know, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it more than I enjoyed World of Warcraft from back in the day. I would never play the game again. Mm-hmm. It's it just I don't have that kind of time to invest anymore. Like, I used yeah. to play an hour to an hour and a half a day, and that was it, yeah. Um, so, like, when people ask me to join a raid, I'm like, listen, I'll be between these hours and these hours. If we start the raid at this hour, I'll stay to the end. But if you're going to ask me to join towards the end of my time playing, I won't do it. Dude, I would have never thought that you were a World of Warcraft player. Like, I, I played a lot of World of Warcraft, like, back when it came out. Like, I, I had no life that game. I actually started playing MMOR, MMORPGs with a game called Shadowbane. Shadowbane. Don't know that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't it was one, one of the first ones that came out. 
it looked a lot more like Diablo, but it was mm-hmm. still an MMORPG, and I don't even know what year that was released. Uh-huh. And I played it because a coworker of mine was playing, and he was like, yo, just jump on with me and play the game. So I said, all right, fuck it. I'll play it. So I played the game. I enjoyed it. The, ser- the service shut down. And then I was bored one day. People were talking about WoW. So I said, all right. I hopped on. I played it. I liked it. Wow. And I played it till I, I got up to it. level 50-something, 55, 53. Mm-hmm. And then I was done. Jeez. Just I'm, life I'm... got in the way. I, I feel like I'm learning more about you, even though I've known you for like over like 10 years. I, I, I never knew that you were into like, you know, Diablo and WoW. That That's insane. That's insane. Would you? So you said you would never jump back into WoW. Why? Why is that? I just don't have the time. That That's yeah. a game that you need to dedicate at least eight to 10 hours per week. And I don't have eight to 10 hours. Yeah, I, I think that's one one of the reasons why I don't play it anymore either, because yeah, it, it is one of those games that like if you want to keep up with it you kind of have to almost no life it or at least have multiple hours within a week to try to keep up with it if not you're just going to be left behind especially if you're playing with friends listen sure. i played animal crossing throughout the the um, throughout lockdown mm-hmm. and i jump on it every once in a while but it's like two or three months between the times i play animal crossing and i don't yeah and i That's like still- the game because it's a good time killer but I still gotta get a switch, man. I still I still don't have a switch yet. <laughs> I still gotta get one. You need me and my, to get one. Me and my girl talked about getting one because we wanna play uh like Mario Party and like a bunch of other like random games, stuff like that, so gotta get one. Listen, um, you should get the OLED one. Don't get the older one, get the newer one. The OLED. That's what I want. I want like I'm I'm in this whole craze of like OLED now where like I want an OLED TV and things like that. So if I do get the switch, I'm definitely gonna get the OLED. I think it's what, like three fifty or something like that. Yeah, my girl has the original and the OLED one. Mm-hmm. She hasn't touched your, her original one because the OLED one is so much nicer. Yeah, I, I played it at GameStop, and it's freaking beautiful. It's beautiful. The, the screen, like, it has less bezels. Um, and, yes. like, the colors and everything just pop way more on the OLED, for sure. So And so much brighter. Yes, for sure. Because, yeah, like, the other one is a little darker. And like the material of the uh, original console just doesn't feel good in your hand. It feels very like bendy and you know things like that. Yeah. You know? So yeah. Um, anything else in your PWR this week? Uh, watching, I'm watching the Orville. Um, it is Seth MacFarlane, the guy, the guy who created Family Guy. Mm-hmm. He he created his own version of Star Trek, and it is so good. The first season had a lot of comedy in it because he was trying to bring in his old fans. Yeah. And the more the episodes went, the less comedy it had. And the only time it added comedy to the show is to just give it a moment of levity in the seriousness of the stories he's doing. Yeah. Um, And let me tell you something. Yo, it is good. I really do hope Hulu um, green lights a season four. Yeah, because the first two seasons were on Fox. This current season, season three is on Hulu and I need Hulu to to renew that. I've literally tweeted at Hulu once a week. When do we get announcement for season four? Really? Yeah. It's wow. That good. It is that good. And and the, the best part about it is because it's on Hulu and it's not bound by old television rules. Episodes can be as long as an hour and a half. That's, Most episodes yeah. are an hour and 10 minutes. That's kind of what I was running into with uh, Stranger Things. There, the, the last episode of Stranger Things in season four is two and a half hours long. It's it's practically like watching long movies, like within like one show. It, it's, it's like it's watching insane. the Justice League Snyder cut. Yeah, the one I fell asleep during. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna Yo, go ahead and say it. I know you're gonna say I, that. I'm actually gonna rewatch it this weekend. I'm actually thinking about rewatching it again. I haven't. I, I think I might have. I don't even know if I watched it since we watched it. I don't think I did. I haven't, but I'm going to rewatch it. Next time I come over, we got to watch it again. I'll stay awake. <laughs> I'll try to. I'm going to give you an energy drink when we start. Yeah. Here's a monster. All right. Stay awake, buddy. Yeah. Um, all right. My and now PW- for listening. Oh, wait, yeah. yeah what are it. you watching? What are you watching other than Stranger Things? Uh, honestly, that's pretty much what I am watching is Stranger Things, honestly, because season four, part two dropped uh what like last week uh it was just two episodes the last episode was two and a half hours long 
The first one was like maybe almost two hours long. Uh, the sh- Once again, everybody hears me talk about Stranger Things all the time. It's an awesome show. Season four, part two was just freaking climactic. It was crazy. It was insane. Uh, if you're a fan of Stranger Things, you need to catch up on to it. Um, and we're obviously leading into a, street, a season five with the way the show ended. Uh, rumors are that we're going to get um, <clears throat> an explanation as to how the Upside Down was created, basically. Um, season four was pretty much uh, about dating back to the, you know, to the beginning of the uh, camp or the science project that Eleven was part of. And it dives deeper into that. And season five is supposed to just dive deeper into figuring out where, they, where the Upside Down came from and why it's here. So, okay. good show. Amazing. Check it out. That's pretty much what I've been watching along with uh, Stranger Worlds, obviously. And uh, as far as watching, I mean, as far as playing and listening to, honestly, I have not been able to play anything lately. Life has just been getting in the way. That's just how it is. <laughs> I hear so, you. Right, listening for me is um, I just subscribed to the BeatLink, uh, which is Beatport is a website where DJs can buy music. Okay. Uh, it is more um edm and house oriented than it is mainstream Mm -hmm. um but they have this online service where you can stream all your music and dj with it so i just subscribed to it because um by the way i I released a mix that i did at my office party Mm -hmm. i gotta send you the link um and i was like you know what maybe i should just start just posting mixes again because I keep saying I'm going to do it and I never do it, but now I'm going to do it. So now I'm going to force my girlfriend to tell her, listen, these two days a week, this is what I'm doing and you're going to have to live with it. And not <laughs> in a bad way. It's just that, you know, um, us as men, we tend to lose ourselves in the relationship supporting our partners. Um, and I need to not lose myself because that puts me in a state of depression. That puts me in a bad place emotionally. So I need to just be expressive. And that's one of the things I'm going to do. I feel you. I feel you. I mean, yeah, especially if you're somebody who is creative and um, like deals with music or film or something like that. I mean, I think not even just a creative person, but anybody. I think everybody needs that release, whether you're a man, whether you're a woman. Everybody needs like that hobby or like that one thing that you can do. That's like your thing, you know, whether it's once a week or a few times a month to just release, you know, to, to, you know, be creative or whatever that is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely 100% agree with you. Everybody needs their thing. You yeah. Know? So, but that's cool. Yeah, man. Anytime that you uh, do a show, man, let me know. I used to always love your music drops. Anytime you did like your little like sessions and things like that. Let me know for sure. You know, I'm going to actually text you the link in one second and you could post it on discord if you want. Cool beans. Uh, and that'll be a good segue for anybody who wants to join our Discord. Uh, it's going to be in the show notes below if you're watching live on YouTube or listening to the audio version of this. Check out the Discord. Come hang out with us. Um, we pretty much post updates on when we're going live, updates on new episodes, uh, extra content, etc., etc. You can chat with us here and there. So yeah, check out our Discord for sure. Um, I need to get. I need to be more active on Discord. Hey, you me both, bro. You me both. <laughs> Like, I mean, I'll, I'll post things when we like go live or post new videos, but I, I, I haven't been that active with it. I really haven't. And that's my fault. I'm sorry, guys. I still no, love you. Uh, still you know love. what? Unfortunately, it's just life is gets in the way, man. You know, it really does. It really does. You know, because the thing is, fortunately or unfortunately, I just sent it to you, the link. Um, awesome. It, it's um, it's one of those things where, again, you know, we we have a partner. And we need to dedicate our time to our partner mm. and we sacrifice the things we want to do for them. And I'm not saying this in a bad way because we choose to do it. It's just mm. that, you know, it gets in the way of the stuff that we would we would do if we were alone, single. I don't know how to I don't know how to word that where it doesn't sound insulting. I think what it is, it's just that like <clears throat> Like it's just it's just responsibilities, you know, like, you know, working, uh, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're married, whether you have kids, uh or dogs. Or or dogs or a, a job. Like it's it's just, you know, responsibilities, you know, just you know, giving to those responsibilities, that's just what 
everybody does every day. You know, sometimes yeah. you forget about, hey, maybe I should take time to go knit for a little bit, or I should take time to go, you know, uh, build my little model cars or whatever it is that you do, like your hobby, whatever your thing is. We always got to remember to still have time to do those things, whatever that is. Yeah. Take time to do it, even if it's once a week. Just do it for me. That's my podcast. Like I love being able to express myself and be creative in the podcast. Um, could I do more? Sure. Could I be more creative and like do more things and make and, and try to do bigger and better things? Of course. But life gets in the way, you know. Yeah. And I I try to do the best that I can to you know enjoy this medium and try to you know get my word out there and express myself through this. So yeah, but it's tough. Ability. It is, man. Life is tough. Life is tough. Um. All right, let's jump into our random facts for the day. Okay. Um, you go first, Los. Sign language has tongue twisters. Sign? Oh. <laughs> That's a shout they out to my called, son on that one. Appreciate they that. They are called finger fumblers. Many who have practiced sign language over the years still fumble over certain sequences in ASL. So, like, it, it's legitimately called a what like a, a tongue twister they're called finger fumblers finger fumblers never yeah. heard of that <laughs> well the the reason why i did it is because of your son you know yeah like, you know he he, he speaks with asl mm -hmm. so it would be interesting for you to learn it or you to ask about it you know and give you something else to to, to talk about with your son i'm gonna have to look into that finger fumblers i'm gonna have to make a note of that real quick because that's interesting would have, would, have, would have never thought that. Would have never thought that. Um, all right. My random fact uh, feeds into the topic that we're talking about tonight, which is Star Trek. Uh, according to mentalfloss.com, I get my facts from these random sites. Uh, Star Trek's Vulcan salute is actually a Hebrew, Hebrew blessing. Yes. You, you knew that. Of course you that. did. You're a Star Trek guy. Break it down to us then. What happens is Leonard Nimoy, the actor who played Spock, um, was in Temple, and they were doing the, cer uh, the ceremony, and you're not supposed to look at what they're doing. And mm. as a kid, he peeked. And the Vulcan is like this, but I think the Jewish one is like this. Okay. So he just did the thumb thing. So for our audio listeners, the Vulcan salute, you already know, instead of the thumb being out, the thumb is closer to your fingers. That's what he was doing, basically. Yeah, okay. uh, <laughs> I, I believe that's what the difference is. Uh, and you can even still see, you can see it represented in certain Jewish. Um, uh, what do you call that? Uh, mosaics. OK, interesting. So. Yeah, I, I saw that. I was like, wow, that's uh, pretty interesting. Never knew that. I, I, I wanted to make sure that I got a random fact that was Star Trek related tonight. I felt like it was appropriate. Oh, you want another random fact about it? Go for it. Go for it. William Shatner, who plays Captain Kirk, okay. can't do that. He, he can't do the Vulcan salute. He can't do the Vulcan salute. They have to glue his fingers together to do Get it. Get out of here. Are you serious? Yeah, they, they really. <laughs> it's really not. I didn't think it was that hard to do it. I mean, you just Open your hand. Open your fingers. That's weird. Um, some people can't do it because they um, they don't do overly complex things with their hands, such as drawing or painting or playing the piano or playing mm -hmm. any sort of instrument. So they just don't have the dexterity. It's, Interesting. Yeah, it, it's it's not a, a fault of anyone. It's just your you know your life does this and not that. <laughs> Los, what is one thing that is normal to most that you can't do? Raise a single eyebrow. There I can't we go. Do that. There we go. For anybody who's watching live, got the eyebrow going up. <laughs> I can't do that. Oh man, he was. Let's get a close up on that chat. Let's get a close up. You want to see the eyebrow? There we go. Look at that bad boy. Look at sharp. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that I can't do that most people can do is I can't cross my legs. Like how you sit down, like cross your legs Indian style. I can't do it. Really? Yeah, because I'm, for anybody who doesn't know, who's never seen me in person, I am bow legged. Um, in my left leg, I'm bow legged. Uh, if I try, like, I can do it barely. Um, but if I cross it, I can't, like, put my legs down flat. They, like, almost, like, sit up when I cross my legs. And if I try to put my legs down flat when they're crossed, it actually hurts my knee. 
oh, that, that you just got to stretch and over time you'll be able to do it. But that's not something you want to invest in. You're like, when am I, when is this going to be useful? When is this? I mean, even even since I was in like high school, when they used to always say, hey, sit down and cross your legs. I, I was the only person in the class that just, I, I could never do it. I just couldn't do it because of how my like because of how my bones are like they're bow legged. I just could never do it. <laughs> Pretty weird. Interesting fact. Interesting fact. I think we should always include a random fact about us when we do random facts. I think that's pretty oh, cool. Well, next time, ask me about ice skating. I'll ask you about ice skating now. <laughs> I have a fear of ice skating. Really? Yes. Why? I think I saw a movie as a kid where someone got their hand run over by an ice skate oh. and they got their fingers chopped off. And ever since then, I've been terrified of ice skating. It's kind of funny you mentioned that because I went ice skating for the first time this past winter uh, with my girl. She told me something. She, she, she told me a story about somebody almost getting their hand ran like like ran over by an ice skate. I think it was hers or something. She, she told me that story right before we went. And I was like, wow, that's that the worst thing to tell somebody who's never been ice skating before about a finger getting cut off. So it's like <laughs> before, like I didn't tell her. But before we went ice skating, I was terrified to go. Like I was just like, oh, what if I fall? Then my hands is on the ice, and then before I get up, somebody runs me over and make little Vienna sausages out of my fingers. You know, it, I was just freaking terrified. And um, no more Vulcan salutes for you. And no more Vulcan salutes. It'll just be some weird like sign language salute or something. Um, but yeah, I went ice skating for the first time. I actually loved it. I, I kind of adjusted pretty quickly because I was pretty good at rollerblading. So. Yeah, but you're also bad. an athlete too, so. That would yeah, make sense. You know. Yeah, you know, you know, you know how I do. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's jump into a little thing, a little segment that we started last podcast episode that I think we're going to make a thing on the show. What if, uh, which is where we talk about something in relation to pop culture, film or gaming. Uh, we talk about a what if scenario that didn't happen in that actual franchise. We talk about what if that did happen and how would that change that franchise or that movie or game. So for today's episode, we're going to talk about what if Thanos snapped, never reversed. What if whatever he did happened in Endgame? He snapped. Everybody was gone. They're dead. What if that was it? I have very mixed feelings about that. <laughs> From a superhero perspective, you lose a lot of great heroes. Yes, a Black lot. Panther, a lot. Black Panther, Winter Soldier, um, and a whole bunch of other ones that I can't think of. Spider-Man off the top of my head. Wow, I, didn't, um, I forgot about that. Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah. But from a person standpoint, it was a good thing. The way they portrayed what the snap did to people in Falcon and Winter Soldier, it mm -hmm. really made you think that the world became a better place after the snap. People were more united. Yeah. There was uh, people cared less about borders and cared more about people and each other. Yeah. So I'm very divided on that. Um, I kind of think that if I was in that situation, I might have joined Red Hand. Really? Yeah. Wow. Jeez. I mean, I, I honestly, I agree. I, I do feel like uh, Winter Soldier did give me that feel that after the snap happened, that everything just felt different. You know, yeah. it, it, like people were just actually, wait, no. Was that in game that that happened the snap or was that um, an Infinity War? It was Infinity War. My bad. Infinity not, War. Yeah. Yeah. Not not in game. Um. I, yeah, I, I do feel like the world almost like, for lack of a better term, just became a better place. You know, um, I think, yeah, if that wasn't reversed, we would not have gotten a lot of the great movies that we got after that. You know, and yeah. a lot of the big in, in the same instance, we would have lost a lot of big character films, but we would also had a chance to see a lot of smaller characters shine. Well, the here's time. the thing, too, though, I kind of wonder if. If they would have kept the snap in place, would they have would have gone with Miles Morales Spider Man? Ooh. That actually would have been a good idea. 
I actually would have liked that because a lot of us have been fiending for Miles Morales, you know, to like show his face. I mean, Spider-Man has been doing his thing for a few years now. I thought we would have gotten it or at least got some kind of hint about that. So I believe that, yeah, if that snap didn't reverse, Spider-Man was gone. I think Miles Morales would have had to have been the next Spider-Man. Yeah. They would have had to have done that. Or would they have done uh, Carlos O'Hara from Spider-Man 2099? moving from the future into the past and him being the new Spider-Man. I feel like there could, have been, a chance, Harris, sorry. There, there could have been a chance of that happening, but at the same time, I feel like they would have wanted to go with somebody a little more familiar, maybe in a sense, you know, a lot, a lot more people know about miles compared to, you know, the other guy. So I think they would have gone that route. Um, I don't know. I kind of, in the general pop culture, I will agree with your statement, yeah. but for comic book fans, I wouldn't. Because they brought Miguel O'Hara from the future into present day several times. He's the only character from the 2099 universe that mm -hmm. they want to keep alive. They got rid of the old Thor, Doctor Doom, and everything else from 2099, but they kept Spider-Man, the Miguel mm -hmm. O'Hara one, who's so, Mexican and Irish. Mexican and Irish. Wow. Yeah. Interesting combination. Interesting the only Spider-Man who's a white guy is... Uh, Peter Parker. Everyone else has been mixed. Wow. Black and Puerto Rican for, Ma for Miles Morales. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Mexican and Irish for um, Miguel O'Hara. And even the other Spider-Man in the other universes have been mixed. You even have a pig that's a Spider-Man too? Spider-Ham. <laughs> Spider-Ham. Um, who else did we lose? Black Panther. Um, did we have Black Panther 2 already? I mean, not, not Black Panther 2. Did we have Black Panther, the, the movie, already at that time? I, th I think we did, Yes, right? it had already come out. Okay. So we were, we would already be leading into what we're already, already leading into now, which is his, his sister taking over. Um, no, but his sister was snapped, too. Really? I yeah. don't remember his sister being snapped. I thought it was just Black Panther. There is a screen. There is one. There's like a three-second shot that shows the people who were snapped, and she was one of them. Oh, I didn't know that. I forgot. So I didn't know that. What I think is the guy who's the head of the gorilla tribe. From oh, Black yeah. Panther, yeah. I believe he would have been the new Black Panther. He, he would have been. been the new leader of Wakanda. That actually makes sense. That makes sense. Um, who else did we lose? You said we lost. We lost Falcon. Falcon was gone. I don't think no. we would have got any. No, yeah, he was Falcon. gone. Yeah, Fal Falcon Winter was gone. Soldier was gone, not Falcon. Nah, Falcon was gone, chat. Oh, Anybody you know watching live, let me know. <laughs> There's one simple way to do this, okay? Are you going to pull up the list of everybody who was snapped? Yes. Let's do that. What Let's actually do that. Superheroes were gone because of the snap. All right, yeah. So here we go. We're going to look at this for reference. Every Avenger who was a victim of the snap. Okay. Nick Fury, Groot, Maria Hill, uh, Ned Mantis, Wanda Maxinoff. Uh, I don't know who Wilfred Angel is. Jane Foster, Drax. Um, wow, Drax? Yeah. See? And Falcon. Falcon's up here. Falcon was the one they showed. They showed him. During that, no, during that scene. Flash Thompson, Hope Van Dyne, Jenna Van Dyne, Sam Wilson was snapped. You're correct. Yeah, he, he was, was in there. Flash Thompson. Oh, man, that means there would have been. That means the only cap would have been Steve. Yeah, Steve would have been the only cap. Steve would have probably yeah. never. Steve would have still been around. Actually, Steve yeah. would have still been around. Um, Groot. Uh, Hank Pine from. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is um, the Wasp's father. Hope Van Dyne, yes. Janet Van Dyne, the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Laura Barton, which is um, Hawkeye's wife. That's right. I was thinking, who the, who the hell is she? Hawkeye's daughter. and Well, all his kids, yes. basically. Uh, Mantis. Mantis would have been gone. Yes. Uh, Aunt May. 
she was gone. Aunt May, yes. That's a big one. That see, that would have been big. Aunt May and Peter Parker being gone, that would have changed that entire universe. Uh MJ. MJ was gone too. MJ, that's right. MJ was gone. Um Ned, which is Spider Man's uh best friend, gone. Yes. And mind you, that character is a copy of um a Miles Morales character. Yes, I finally played that game, by the way. Finally played that game. So good but short, right? Good but short. Good but freaking short. Um Let me see who was Star Lord, obviously. Wasp. I forgot she got Oh, Winter Soldier yep. was out too? Wow. Yep. He's Wong from um Doctor Strange. So no. yeah, I mean where does it say Wong was was uh I'm gonna I'm gonna Maybe my list. I don't. I'm not sure if my list is incorrect. No, because Wong wasn't because he was named Sorcerer Supreme because Doctor Strange. Oh um, yeah, you're right. You're right. Got, I wonder, got snapped. My list must be wrong then. I think. I think the main thing would be that I think Cap Cap would have still been around. Uh, Spider Man would have been gone. We would have had Miles Morales. I think those would have been the two main changes that we would have had from this. Everybody else is like, I don't want to say that they're indisposable, but it's like they don't really affect i mean they affect the story in mcu but not to the point where it's like oh wait if they're gone this is going to drastically change everything well you know the thing that i the thing that that um that surprised me was when uh black widow was like i have nothing to do because the world changed and there was no need for superheroes yeah true yeah i mean she was uh i think we saw her movie she was what sitting down watching tv and eating like bonbons like she wasn't really doing anything you know yeah. so she didn't know what to do with her life at that point she felt confused um so i yeah. think at that point all superheroes would be street level superheroes pretty much pretty much um side note are you excited or plan on seeing thor love and thunder uh yes when my girl comes back from florida i am definitely going to go see thor awesome um I'm gonna see it too. I'm gonna see it with my girl. Uh, I'm not excited for it though. I just, I'm just at this point. I feel like Spider-Man, um, the last Spider-Man movie that we got, hit such a high bar that anything that comes next is gonna be hard for it to measure up to that. Um, and I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, I haven't been that excited about superhero movies lately. I haven't even watched Miss Marvel yet. I have not. That's actually it. on my to-do list for this weekend watch miss marvel yeah because you know with a lot of these series i like to wait till it's over so i could binge watch it yeah um because unless i'm super into the franchise you know and super into the character like loki for instance yeah loki i didn't wait i watched that every week but uh miss marvel was never a character that i liked all that much even mm. though she was from jersey yeah, see, that's the thing too. Is like I'm, I kind of want to watch it because it's like, hey, you know, it's a, 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 a film based around New Jersey. Why not? You know, like that's my home. But yeah, it, like like you said, it's about that character. I just I don't care for that character like at all. It's not she's not mildly interesting to me whatsoever. You know? My problem is, and again, maybe it's because of my age that I'm not interested in the little girl stories. You know. Because they don't frame her, at least in the issues that I've read, they don't frame her as a teenager with teenager problems. They frame her as a girl with girl problems. Yeah. And what if Spider-Man's strengths was, you know, no matter what version of Spider-Man, they framed him as a teenager with teenager problems, not a boy with teenager problems. You know what? It's, it's kind of funny you say that because I do kind of get that vibe, like like that little girl vibe. And, I'm, and I guess... I subconsciously was probably thinking that too. Like, am I going to be in interested in this? Am I going to be interested in the story? My hope is if it is like what the trailers are portraying, then they're portraying a teenager with teenager problems, not a girl with teenager problems. I hope so. I hope and, so. And because... that's really what my hope is because the, the narrative that Disney wants to push out is everyone's equal. Well, then let's continue pushing it out, but let's push it out by saying, you know, these are universal problems that teenagers have. And only when the situation fits should we have it a girl with these teenager problems. You understand yeah. what I'm trying to say? I feel you. So that, that's, that's my whole thing about <clears throat> it. 
I feel like her character is going to be similar to the character that we got in uh, Doctor Strange. Um, uh, what is it? Multiverse of Madness. Uh, what's the character that was the little girl with like that superpower where she kept transporting America? America? Yeah. I feel like her character is just going to be kind of like America from Doctor Strange. Honestly. No, no, I don't think so. I think that that Miss Marvel, they have her girly, you know, whereas America was just a lost person who happened to be a teenager yeah, because of her jumping between universes. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how I feel what okay. they did with with America. But I still feel like they're setting up the Young Avengers. I, I've been thinking that for a while, um, especially ever since we uh, got word. Like the minute we got word of Miss Marvel, I was like, yep, this is it. Young Avengers, because Miss Marvel's obviously young um, and America. I, America and Spider-Man, obviously looking like he's trying to like maybe take control of the Avengers or like look like he may be next in line. But yeah, ever uh, since I saw and then and then what was it? Um Hawkeye. Hawkeye, exactly. Especially the Hawkeye TV show. When I found out that they were doing a Hawkeye TV show and Miss Marvel was like, yep, this is it. Young Avengers is going to happen. Even though Marvel is not saying that they're doing that, they're doing it. My question for you is, do you think the Hawkeye TV series is rewatchable? No, not for, at least not for me. No, for it me, it is. For me, it really? is. Really? For you, it is? It really is. Because they they made here's the first time where you see hawkeye being hawkeye and him being okay with nobody really knowing who he is because he said it himself i'm the guy in the background while the girl which i forget her character's name Mm -hmm. she's someone who wants to be in the foreground so it's a whole new uh look for hawkeye and i and i agree with you i think they're setting it up where spider-man leads the young avengers yeah, I, I, I think that's where it's going to go. I mean, I would be totally surprised if they didn't go that way. But I feel like that's where they're going to go. Like, it, the, it just looks that and, way. And the thing that really makes me think it is in Spider-Man Far From Home, Spidey mm-hmm. was like, we have to work as a team. And the other guy's like, we don't know how to work as a team. We always fly solo. He goes, I've worked in a team. Let me show you how to do it. Yeah, it, it, and that's when... That's when I got that vibe too. That he's gonna um, the, the vibe of him being a leader, the vibe of him actually taking control of like a superhero squad, so to speak. Um, that's when I was like, "Yep, he's getting ready for this. He's definitely getting ready to like lead a team." Young Avengers. It's a matter of when it's gonna happen. If it doesn't happen, I will be surprised. And that's the other thing about your question: What if? Um, what would happen if they didn't bring people back from Thanos to snap? I think mm. the Young Avengers would have been a film that have been pushed out sooner. Oh, 100 percent, 100. I mean, it would suck if Spider-Man wasn't in it, obviously. But yeah, I think 100. But Miles Morales could have been in it, so there would have My... been a Spider-Man in there. True, true, and, and yeah, you're right. There's, there's so many Spider-Men that it's like, even if you didn't have Peter, you still got plenty to choose from. You still got plenty to choose from. Exactly. So. But yeah, that's our what if scenario for if Thanos snapped was never reversed. Um, all right, let's jump into it. The big boy, the big okay. Kahuna, the one and only. So, the reason we're here. Let me start with the question Did you watch the full series? So, the full season. Let me ask you your question. No. <laughs> See, no, 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 no. Do you want to know why? I'm going to give you a reason why. This wasn't okay. like this wasn't like oh KJ just didn't watch it because he's just too lazy. He didn't want to watch it. Blah blah blah. Honestly, I just I was kind of bored. I'm not gonna and, lie. Not and gonna that lie. is exactly how I felt about Obi Wan. But I watched the whole thing. I Here's- was so incredibly bored <laughs> during Obi Wan. During really? the book of Boba Fett, I was incredibly bored. Boba Fett is understandable. But I still continued watching it for I, the podcast. I, dude, I usually do. There's like I made myself watch Boba Fett, especially for the podcast because. But I was like, all right, Mandalorian kind of held it together for me. If I swear, if Mandalorian did not pop up in Boba Fett, I would not. I would not have finished it. I, I was literally this close from stopping. 
I, I was done. I could not finish that show. But but Mandalorian held it together. I was like, oh, maybe the next episode might have Mandalorian. Maybe the next one might have him. So that was that's what kept me going. How I knew that this one was like, all right, I just I can't watch it anymore. I literally, no offense to my Star Trek fans out there, I fell asleep a few times. There okay. are a few episodes. So you need to explain to me what you didn't mm-hmm. like. And then I'll go on with more questions from there. Um, I think just the whole vibe of flying through the ship. I mean, I mean, like having the ship fly through space and they're reacting in the cockpit and stuff like that. That's kind the of a bridge. disconnect for me. The bridge. Not a, not a cockpit. Oh, a bridge. sorry. Sorry. I'm going to be like crucified after this episode by uh, all, all the uh, Trekkies out there. Um, flying through space, going through whatever they're going through, and then on the bridge, them reacting to it. That was a major disconnect for me. Back in the day, I used to watch it as a kid, and I looked at it differently. Of course, um, the way I viewed things differently was different then. Um, and then now watching it now, um, getting that getting that feel of how it used to be back in the day, um, and it's still kind of being a similar formula. I just felt a little bit of a disconnect, to be honest. Um, and I don't, I don't understand where the disconnect is. So magical space wizards with laser swords ma- you can connect to? Uh, see, like, honestly, yeah, I, I, I guess it is a little different. Um, I don't know. In for me, there was only, all right, so let me just talk about what I did like, because I feel like I'm bashing the show. Um, no, no, no. I want to hear what you disliked first. So then that way I can hear what you liked and figure out where the disconnect is. I I wonder if maybe it was either the writing or the stories. Um, it just wasn't interesting to me. It, it really wasn't interesting. Uh, some of the characters were interesting. Um, like, for example, Cadet uh, Uhura. Uhura. She was, Uhura? Uhura. Uhura. Yeah, Uhura. Uh, he was cool. Um, black woman from Kenya actually had some intelligence and they turned to her multiple times for help. I like that. I, I like the fact that a, a, a person of color uh, who is surrounded by other people who aren't, they looked at her and like, hey, you're smart. Help us. Lead us. <clears throat> I actually did like that aspect. Uh, Officer Spock. I liked Lieutenant. him. Lieutenant. Really? Lieutenant Spock, yes. IMBD called him Officer Spot. That's weird. He's um, an officer in Starfleet, but his rank is Lieutenant. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. So, Lieutenant Spock. Let me get it right. Um, I liked him. I liked the fact that, you know, he, like, the, the guy who played Spock played that role great. Uh, let me actually do him justice. Let me not. Uh, Ethan, Ethan Peck. Ethan Peck did a great job as Spock. He is Gregory Peck's grandson. Really interesting. Yes. Interesting. Um, he did a he did a great job as a uh, Spock. I loved him as Spock. Um, yeah, I I think for me, I think what was the uh, disconnect for me was just the stories just weren't really capturing me. Um, I felt like I don't want to say the acting was bad. There were some some characters their acting was okay. It, it was good, and there's some characters I just didn't feel like they were that character. I just felt like that was the actor just acting. Uh, so for me, that was a little bit of a disconnect as well. I think overall, it's just that for me, the stories were just something that I just was not interested in. It just was like, all right, what's happening? Oh, that's happening. Okay. That's it. Like, is, is that what this episode is going to, you know, revolve around? And maybe just because I'm just not deep into that lore. I'm not deep into like the mentality see, of how Star see, Trek works. what surprises works. me is this is I thought you would like it because you're someone a who like me believes everyone should be equal. So I figured you'd enjoy that aspect of it. Yeah. B the fact that these people are literally their mission is to explore and help people. I figured you would like that because you also have that sense of exploration and need for knowledge. Like someone from Starfleet would have. Um, and you're someone who can respect authority and ranks and things like that. So I figured in those aspects, you would like it. And the fact that you can't be into a story where, you know, about cultural differences 
and learning about new people actually surprises me. I mean, those aspects, I agree. Like, I, I, I am into those aspects. Um, but I just think it was. I don't I don't know. I, I it's it's something about it just did not connect with me. It's just I, I felt like I. Like I said, there was a few times during certain episodes where I literally like I nodded off. I was just like, all right. OK, you're you know. going to have to tell me the episodes. Episode one, didn't like it. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't like the first episode. Um, that I can understand because there's a lot missing that you don't know coming into it. So you're like, why is this happening? Why is that happening? Why is this is important? I understand yeah. why that's important. I can understand episode one, but I also don't understand how come you didn't reach out to me and go, hey, I don't understand this. What's going on? Well, I wanted to try to go into this like this. All right. Blank slate. Let me just see if I can figure this out. I want to go into it with like, like, I didn't want any kind of prejudgment from anything. I wanted to go into this to see how I look at this. How, how, how do I take this story without having anything persuade my thinking about the story? That's kind of what I was trying to go into it as. Um, and hoping that I, I eventually would find an answer to whatever my question might be. I mean, I didn't have any like particular, like over well, the top should. questions. You should probably, probably should have. The Maybe it would have changed. You should have asked is why is captain Pike so freaked out about his future? See, but I didn't want to ask about that because I figured maybe that would come later. So no, I was like, all right, no. this is this that is was, something to look forward that was to. Explained in Star Trek Discovery. Oh, okay. See, I I, I purposely the, told you there are things you're not going to understand. Reach out to me so I can explain it so you can understand why these characters behave this particular way. Well, see, I I thought that particular scenario. Uh, with uh, Pike was going to be like it, it was going to be a major plot point in the story that they're going to like eventually touch base on because throughout that episode they kept showing Pike seeing like a person who was burned and like no, certain like reflections. He was seeing himself. Oh, he was seeing that, himself. That's his future. Oh, I thought he was seeing like somebody that like he knew no. or somebody that he let down okay. or something. So let me fill you in on this. I'm going to make it as short as possible. Okay. In Star Trek Discovery. Okay. They had this world-ending event that they had to figure out. So one of the things they needed was a time crystal. Okay. So before he was able to collect the time crystal, they say, you touch it, and what you see is guaranteed will be your future if you take this time crystal. And he saw that in 10 years' time, he's going to get into an accident helping cadets, and he's going to be mortally wounded. Wow. He's going to be disfigured. He's going to be stuck in a wheelchair and be a, a paraplegic. And the only thing he can answer is yes or no through a light on his wheelchair. So this man who is incredibly active, who explores the universe and helps so many people, is now going to be essentially a vegetable who can only say yes or no. Wow. And it shows that no matter what, he is still willing to sacrifice everything to continue being that person hmm. interesting and this is why you didn't connect with captain pike because you're like so what if you see some dude in a wheelchair who cares <laughs> i don't understand but i figured like i said i like because when, no, when when most why i told you specifically there is a lot of things that connect into the series if you do not know ask me it'll make you understand the characters to be able to move forward but i like i said i thought that was a particular part of the story that was going to eventually be revealed because i'm like all right this no. this this show was revolving around him seeing this reflection no. almost like every this episode is... okay second episode children of the comet what did you think of that episode Children of the Comet was uh was actually a pretty good episode. Uh, and FYI, guys, mild spoilers. I'm not gonna like break every single thing down, but just season's mild over. spoilers. The season's over. If you haven't watched it, you're a fucking loser. That's spoiler. <laughs> so, the um, 
so yeah, the uh, second episode, I liked it because we came into this episode thinking like, wow, this is uh, you know, a comet is going to destroy planets, et cetera, et cetera. And then when we found out by the end of the episode that no, this thing is a peaceful thing that brings life. And the uh, alien guy said that like, oh, this thing brings life and et cetera, et cetera. We thought he was just a psycho. Um, and then we find out that no, this thing really does bring life. Um, this thing is something that's helping the, you know, helping the universe. And I just thought that that was just like, to me, that was an interesting storyline. It's actually one of my, one of my favorite episodes. Interesting storyline. Interesting. So you plot. missed, you missed the most important part of the story in that episode. Yes. Which was what? Within the first five minutes, this comet is going to hit the planet. The planet is going to be destroyed. There are people who are pre-warp. In other words, in Star Trek, if you are pre-warp, you're considered uh, your whole society's too immature to join the rest of the universe. So mm-hmm. we're not a Starfleet is not allowed to interfere with those people. Yeah. So this comet was going to come and kill this planet and the people on it. And the only thing that Starfleet can do is observe because of General Order One, they're not allowed to interfere. Mm. So now all of a sudden these aliens come and change the whole thing. They were going to interfere, but then the story got bigger. But they weren't supposed to interfere. Because See, everything... That, that's the part of the story that you didn't get. And because you didn't get that one thing in the first five minutes, you don't understand the importance of the rest of the story. To you, it was like, ooh, they're going to fight in space. <laughs> They're going to start shooting torpedoes at each other. And that is a very Star Wars thing to do. Go, everything else doesn't matter as long as people are flying in spaceships and shooting at each other. Like it's World War II, I'm excited. I I, I definitely think that Star Trek, uh, with watching this show in comparison to watching Star Wars shows, they do have a few things in common. Uh, They're both very political. I feel like Star Trek is even more political no, than Star Wars. No, 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 no. You don't no, think no. so? Star Wars is very religious. Religious? You consider it, reli- it oh, religious? Oh, well, because of the Force. Yeah, yeah. The Force and Jedi. May the Force be with you. Listen, if you've gone to cat, if, if you're Catholic, as soon as they say, "May the Force be with you," you instantly want to go, you know, and also with you, because you do that <laughs> in church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, Star Wars is very religious. It's about this one religious group who have deemed themselves the the masters of right and wrong of light and dark and we're going to we're going to fight what we think is evil because we know the way we know the light we know the truth yeah that's what star wars is really about it's not really about the rebels okay because they're religious zealots who believe in the force mm-hmm. who want to destroy this evil Star Wars is religious. Don't kid yourself. Hmm. Star Trek isn't. Yeah, Star Star Trek. I felt like um, is very, in my opinion, correct me if I'm wrong, like political, in a sense. It's political. It's political in the sense of they're bringing these stories that matter to our everyday, and yeah. exposing it. Um. There was an episode in the original Star Trek where someone, where these two characters, one was painted half black and half white, literally right down the middle. Mm-hmm. One was black on the left, one was black on the right. Okay, and these two pe- these two people hated each other, and they called themselves "You half black, you half white," because mm-hmm. they were black on one side or black on the other. Mm-hmm. So that was a story about racism. Okay, yes, they they do talk about politics if you view it in that lens but the reality is star trek is about equality let's look at everybody equally let us all get along let us all try to communicate let's all try to move forward you have your differences and i can respect that i have my differences i hope you can respect that that is truly what star trek is about interesting okay and in some ways it's also like parenting okay i will teach you this when you're ready I want to interfere with you until you're ready. Yeah. Like kids, okay? You tell a kid, they're Santa Claus, and they believe in Santa Claus until they're ready to hear there is no Santa Claus. 
it is a True. lot like parenting also. True indeed. It was very different. Very, very different. All right, let's move on to the third episode. How, how many episodes did you get into it? I'm thinking you got maybe to five. Four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half. Uh, favorite Four episode half. is three, Ghost of Illyria. Uh-huh. Ghost of Illyria. Um, I thought it was interesting uh, with... So I, I was kind of confused by the episode a little bit. So it was basically a ghost of light that was infecting everyone. Is that what that was about? Um, it is sort of. God, it's been so long, such a long time since I've seen it. Yeah, because I was confused. Um, I was like, "What is infecting him? Is it a light? Is it a ghost? Like, what's happening here?" I was a little. What confused. happens? There's a disease. Okay, that makes these people obsessed with light because the disease makes wants. Um, it's like being infected by a plant. You know, and the plant needs sun to survive. Oh, well, this yeah. disease needs light to survive. So it infects everyone. Mm. And these people are essentially killing themselves just to get near a light source. Yeah. Wow. Um, but the story isn't about that. The story is about Una. In Star Trek, if you are genetically modified, you are automatically disqualified from being a member of Starfleet. The mm. reason why is in the Starfleet timeline there was a world war three where genetically modified humans try to take over the earth and the fear of genetically modified people has extended so far into the future that you cannot be genetically modified and serve in starfleet so the story was does una expose who she is as a genetically modified allurian mm-hmm. an alien who to them genetic modification is normal mm-hmm. does she expose herself and face jail time uh, and prison time to save her crew, or does she stay quiet and let everybody die? Hmm. That's what the real story of the Ghost of Valeria was about. Captain Pike said something that if you're into science, you'll know. He said, well, if we do this because of redshift, they may not see us properly. Do you know what redshift is? No, what is that? That light, the farther you're away from a light source, the waves will extend more. And when the oh, waves yeah, extend yeah. more, it goes more into the red light spectrum. So he was talking about redshift, this, uh, something very scientific mm-hmm. that is a real phenomenon in science. And so he explained something that someone who has enough of a scientific mind can go, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, I can see how that happens. Yeah. You know, um, because Star Trek has inspired more scientists than any other TV show. Star Trek has inspired more astronauts than any other TV show. That was actually Star one of the Wars things. Wars hasn't done that. Yeah, that, that was one of the things that I saw in one of my random facts website that uh, they were saying that Star Trek has inspired a lot of scientists for sure because of like their technology and things like that. There's a lot of things that we have in technology today that came from Star Trek, that came from ideas from Star Trek. Floppy disks, iPads, cell phones, desktop computers. IPads. Things we use every day. Wow. Didn't yeah. even think about that. Didn't even think All about that. All from Star Trek. The only thing people want from Star Wars is a lightsaber. <laughs> That's it. And maybe and maybe try out some of their food because it looks interesting. Um, and maybe the Force. Yes. Let's and face the it. The religious aspect of Star Wars is so big that people, there is an actual religion of Jedi. It's an actual Get religion. Get out of here. Oh yeah, look goodness. it up. There are people in this country under religion, they put Jedi, who follow a church of the Jedi. What? Yeah. <laughs> that is how religious Star Wars is. Wow. I did not realize that that was an actual thing that people were, were like really doing. Jeez. It's an actual thing. So... In closing, no, uh, no, no, no. no, I got to give my opinion of it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. What is your verdict? What do you think of Strange New Worlds? It is a good show. And it is a good show for these reasons. One, it doesn't leave the Star Trek fan out in the blue. Two, it's written well because it tells the type of stories that Star Trek fans have been longing for, that the Star Trek Discovery and Star Trek Picard 
has not given Star Trek fans over the past five to seven years. Um, it explores canon in ways that throw away stuff that nobody even thought about they're exploring. It explores histories of characters that we're all interested in. And not only that, it shows, you know, that the values of Starfleet, which is knowledge, exploration, and equality are still valid today. Hmm. To this day, those three things are what separate a Star Trek fan from the fandom of any other science fiction because we believe in that. There was a case once where a jury member was such a Star Trek fan that she wore her Starfleet uniform to jury duty. And they were going to give her contempt of court. And when she explained that this uniform for her represents truth, it represents duty, it represents knowledge, and it represents understanding people's cultural diversity and what it means. And if I, she goes, and if I have to sit here and judge somebody, I need to be constantly reminded of the things that I'm doing, upholding the law, understanding the letter of the law, understand it's a duty. Mm. And you know what the judge said? Wear your uniform. Wow. They wore that, it to jury duty. Wow. That's crazy. It to, look it up. She wore it to jury duty. And she Interesting. Did Interesting. Now. It's actually impressive. You know, if someone came in there in Jedi robes, <laughs> what are you doing? I believe in the force. And I believe in the light side. And if that person is a dark warrior, we shall chop their head off. Come on, bro. You and can't like, do that. Whip it's out their saber the in court. Values. It's not the same values. It is not. Oh, man. And on that note, guys, we're going to get ready to head out of here. Anybody who is watching us live, hit the like button. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's where we're live at right now. If you're listening to us on the audio version of the podcast, leave a comment. Give us a re- give us a review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you're listening to us. It gives us, it pushes us 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 up in the algorithm. It helps us out. It helps get to show out there to more people. So, leave a review. You know, give us give us a five star out there. You know, and if you guys want to continue to check us out, watch us live on youtubecom slash the J House. We're live every other week, um, twice a month, sometimes three times a month. So other than that, we're going to get out of here. Thank you guys for watching live. Thank you guys for listening in peace and chicken grease. And we will catch you guys. And uh, live long and prosper. Live live long and prosper. I'm going to do it without the thumb. There we go. Just to be like, live long and prosper. (laughs) Jeez Louise. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here.